Hello friends, my name is Alicia and you are in Gothic Land, a place where we analyze the psyche behind Gothic productions, not only in fiction, but also in non-fiction and in our everyday lives. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about what I mean when I say we are all Gothic, that the Gothic is everywhere. I'm going to tell you how to detect these elements. And the good news is that you don't really need to be a horror fan or a scary movie fan or anything of the sort because the gothic is everywhere that's why we talk about it not only in literary terms but more as a, as a mode uh, because it's a, it's a term that actually stretches a lot more than just talking about the genre or the aesthetics but this is something we're gonna watch we're, I'm gonna talk to you about today in this video so we're going to talk about these three things. What do I mean about, what do I mean when we talk about we all have a gothic side, where we can actually find the gothic without even going into horror, and how this can actually help you learn more about yourself. So if this is something that may interest you, might, might be of your interest, um, this video is for you today. Let's go. the gothic not only in fiction but in non-fiction and in our everyday lives as i said to you in the introduction today i want to talk to you about something very basic that is almost the core of the channel which is actually answering the question what is the gothic what do i mean when i say you are gothic but you don't know it and to do that i want to give you a very 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 simple example of where we can find this gothic and what is this for so normally when people ask me you know they ask me um, or i say to people we all have a gothic side and that the gothic is everywhere that if you, you know that what do you mean with that yeah what people say well, what do you mean with that if they look at me that they frown my, my students frown people go what do you mean with that and then i tell them to think about the gray areas in their relationships uh, why we fear horror films, why do we fear certain lights and, and scenes and darkness and certain environments, what makes us uncomfortable about our everyday lives. We don't even need to go to watch a film or to read certain books to feel the gothic. This is what I mean. This is this, is this area, this uncertainty that we sense in the, even, as I said before, in our everyday lives. So. We don't even have to wear certain types of clothes, as I said in one of my first videos that I ever made. We don't need to be wearing black or wearing certain aesthetics that go around today considered gothic to actually feel gothic in our core, in our essence. When I was a teenager, I was always dressed up with flowers and with a lot of colourful clothes. And in fact, I do nowadays as well. But I also like 
dark clothing and I like certain things, but I don't like certain aesthetics that go with the gothic nowadays. That doesn't mean that I'm not attracted to a part of the gothic, to the gothic mode, to gothic literature, to eerie environments, to this uncertainty that some books have. So the fact that we are curious about the unknown, this space where we cannot find an answer, where we cannot find answers, is already very gothic in itself. And it is very, very gothic because the gothic also touches on the psychological space. It touches both in the physical but also in the psychological. So this kind of darkness is something not to be afraid of, it's something not to be scared of because it's part of who we are and it's part of our everyday lives. There's no light without darkness, there's no day without night. If you are a, a fan of Supernatural find, you will see that God and the darkness, it's a great binomial, it's a great yin-yang that tells us about our reality. In a fiction context, we can find our everyday elements and that when one of those elements are out, then the scale, the balance, it, it goes off kilted and then that's it. We get either in psychological terms, we will be talking about neurosis or we talk about unhappiness, we talk about unbalanced beings. So this is necessary. What is important to bear in mind here is this balance, always keeping an eye on what this balance means. So when I invite you to go in the dark space, I'm not trying to say to you, you have to go there, whatever, because I am aware that in some cases it can be dangerous. But my invitation to you is actually for you to think about why are you scared of certain things? What are the memories that are triggered when you visit certain spaces? For me, the Gothic is a place that I love. And recently, I didn't even know how to explain this. Uh, it was only talking to my sister that she was saying, you know, working on my brand. She was saying, well, why? And everybody says, why the Gothic? Why are you in the Gothic? What's, the, what's your business with the Gothic? And for me, it's actually a place that I just love. And it's very difficult to define something that you love. And why do you do it? Just because you love it. But then when I go back in time, for me, the first memories of a dark space in my life are very scary because I remember even being inside my mother's womb. And that was a dark space. It was a safe place, but at the same time, it was very scary. I talk about this in one of my articles on Medium. It was also scary because I could sense that I was in a very tight, dark room. This is a prenatal memory that, by the way, is in nowadays there are investigations and there's research on that. Some people look at me like if I'm gone when I say that I have this prenatal memory. And that was a very scary memory. In fact, it's a sensation more than a memory. When I think, for example, about uh, all the memories in my life as a child, my own memories or my sensations on how I live, how I experience darkness or dark darkness is actually more scary than actually watching a horror film or watching something scary or a psychological thriller 
where we have lots of gothic elements and I watched that for example with my mother so that connection with my mother is the one that I always go back to and I always think of all these things that nowadays maybe some parents will go if I told them that I watched certain things with my mom but that was for me bonding time with my mom because both of us watched these programs like two children we were almost the same age because we discovered things together and as I grew up we could even discuss what was going on on these films so anyway I, I went off the tangent I wasn't planning on talking about this in this script but it's very good that it's just come out because it's a, it's a good example from my own life and by giving you an example of my own life you can probably relate to your own which is the purpose of this channel so the next question would be but why do i need to know about this alicia so 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 why do i need to know about this and even you know considering i don't even like scary films a lot of you probably don't you know don't even like going there and the answer is that the gothic can help us learn more about ourselves about ourselves sorry just like i just done uh, a few minutes ago telling you about my life story my relationship with the gothic you can probably trace your own story back with fear, with horror, with gothic elements, with the eerie, with the unknown, with the, you know, all these things that we don't know where they come from. And you can then go and relate to that, you know, your your, your feelings, even um, when we talk about the gothic being very psychological, we, we refer as a lot of times, uh, we talk about the other, where you as a child otherized, where you push towards one side. You know, the gothic is such a big umbrella that, we could talk about all these uncomfortable places and spaces uh, that make us who we are and in when we get to the the artistic form of expression we put those into art whether it's literary it's a painting uh, i was saying the other day to one of my students even when you cook maybe you are cooking a recipe of your mom because that recipe cooking that recipe that your mom used to cook for you, bake for you, it might be a way of going back to your origins, go back to that relationship with your mom. And that great space, maybe she cooked that when you were ill and, and you were uncomfortable and you were scared about being ill. You see, the Gothic is also there in those very subtle elements of our everyday lives. We just use literature, TV series, even songs to express all those feelings in beautiful words, in, in a specific scenery where the image tells a whole story. So, for example, what you watch, as I said before, what you watch, what you listen, what you read, all those are important, um, important elements that will help you with the Gothic, understanding more the Gothic side. So basically, what I want you to think about now is what is it exactly that you watch, you read, you listen, you do when you experience loss, when you have, uh, when you're traumatized, when, when you are sad. Normally we go and watch these things that actually make us feel even sadder and make us feel like crying even more. And to maybe that we may, we may be feel, we may be feeling sorry for ourselves. So why is that? So this is, this is very interesting. Studies tell us that despite not knowing the exact reason for this, 
sadness and pain are feelings we look for in order in order to find something positive and this happens for example when we realize it could always be worse or that we're not alone this is a these are two very important aspects feeling that we're not alone and that it could always be worse this is some kind of comfort and that's what we find when we watch certain types uh, of productions so what is the process what happens when we are in an uncomfortable in an uncomfortable place or when we are in these extreme situations what we are drawn to is to visit our unconscious mind we're invited by our own unconscious this is how i perceive it we're invited to visit the reasons why we feel in a way or we feel in another if you don't like thinking probably what you do is you just avoid it you just push it down somewhere in that corner because you are you're afraid but my invitation for you is to actually feel curious analyze why you are scared of these what information can you get from that and in fact going into these corners of your mind can be very helpful it can be dangerous depending on your situation and depending on what these memories are triggering uh, i'm not talking about um situations or trauma caused by really severe trauma um sabi redundant which is something you would actually have to talk to with a psychologist or or a professional but my invitation is more on ter- on the terms of trying to figure out why or what type of information do you think you could find in these spaces So what I'm talking to you about is about is about creating self-awareness by being aware when you're watching something that you like, you're watching a film or you're listening to a song that you like. Sometimes you get these eureka times, these eureka moments where you go, "Oh, I understand now my feelings are a bit better." You get like information without having to dive into the problem directly. Indirectly, films, songs, music, um TV series, anything or like that. can actually help you understand your own mental process and find solutions to problems that maybe initially you were not actually seeing the solutions there too so one of the things you could actually be doing is when you watch this tv series or this or this um you listen to this music or you are in front of this art or you get one of these moments that you get information that is very interesting from your unconscious mind is actually for you to write it down and when we're talking about the unconscious is very interesting that sometimes you don't even need to go and watch entertainment to get this information back at you choose by dreaming dream dreaming is a very good tool to realize what's going on in your unconscious mind so this is something that jungian analysis uh, analysis does and and jungian analysts do which is to it not try so much to interpret the dreams but help the dreamer to be aware of what's going on in that dream and and so you get your own answer if i suppose having a very good therapist can actually give you keys or clues or ask you questions to you like a coach would do ask you questions or for you to realize why is it that you think and what are the connections that you can do to understand this dream and why you are having this dream 
at a very specific moment in, in this moment in your time in your life that is crucial that way you're feeling this loss and then the next step is to actually write down this dream as i said and the next step even or even the reactions to to a film or to a video or whatever your reaction your analysis your own analysis of that dream of that event of that feeling it's very powerful because you can leave it there you can leave it resting when it's once it's out it's become real once the thing has become real then you can treat it and the beauty thing about what's beautiful about it is something i have experienced myself for many many years without knowing anything about psychoanalysis or about Jung, I just did that in a natural way, was to actually go back to it for after a few days even, read it out loud, and then all of a sudden you get this, wow, I understand now. Sometimes you don't get your answers straight away, sometimes you just need to analyze what's happening, leave it written down there, and then come back to it when you're ready. So that's very powerful. And this is something we can do through Gothic literature. This is why this channel is about self-awareness through the tool of the Gothic tool and on the Jungian archetypes and Jungian, the Jungian lens, which is so fascinating. So basically, what I invite you to do, just to finish off this, this video today, I invite you to not be scared of all these sides that normally see as dark, which are actually part of ourselves. Just to go there in a way that is comfortable for you. Create this self-awareness by analyzing how you react to things. You don't even have to even go deep, deep down into all the elements. Just by analyzing your reactions, you get plenty of information. And basically what we're doing with this is to shed light into darkness. And you can do this by, as I said before, using different tools, writing it down, recording yourself. So it's a very powerful thing. So wrapping up, what is it that we get or, or, or what is it that we get when we analyze the Gothic is to know more about ourselves. But what, this, what do I mean when I talk about, well, when I say that we are all Gothic, what we don't know that you don't know, it's precisely that the Gothic is not just an aesthetic, it's not just literature, it's not just architecture. It's more than that. It's all those things plus how you feel the Gothic, how the Gothic talks to you. What is your history with it, with these dark elements, with the ghostly, with the uncertain, with the unheimlich, with your body, with the horrors of life, with uncertainty. And then analyze all your reactions and it's wonderful what you find out on the other side of that fear, of that exercise. So my friend, this is it for today. I hope you have liked this content. If you have, please don't forget to share, subscribe and to press the bell. And if you want to learn more about what I do and how I can actually help you, you want me to help you through your own transition, to go through these liminal spaces, to do these portals that we go through in life, don't doubt in contact me in contacting me. Visit my webpage, gothicalis.com and you can see my products, you can see my blogs, you can see everything that I do there and all the many different ways I can actually help you with. So I hope you have enjoyed this video and until next week, I hope you stay very gothic, my friend. Bye bye for now. And if you have liked this video and would like to know more about the gothic by actually reading my articles, you can subscribe to my monthly magazine, You Are Gothic But You Don't Know It, which is a place where I help you learn more about yourself through 
the liminal spaces and working with uh, literature, with the analysis of films, of series and a lot more. Every month, union analysis, archetypes, all the psychology behind, or the psyche behind the Gothic and how all this can help you become more aware of where you are and where you want to go in the future.